Thesaurus Wrecked, the only podcast where we make your thesaurus irrelevant. I'm your host, Ava, and I've got word problems. I am joined by my co-host, Michelle. Hello there. And our guest this week is Jess. Hello there. Hi. Boy, this is going to be really fun, because while we were talking in the Discord, I realized you two have very similar voices. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. Uh, it's an extra ru- challenge for our audience. I believe true, in you. yeah. The rules of this podcast are simple. We take a pair of synonyms, such as bucket and pail, and then we rewrite their definitions to be unique. I won't be reading any definitions because it's up to everyone to bring their own knowledge to the table. Alright. Everyone understand the rules of this game? I guess. Yes. Alright. Our first pair of synonyms this week are... Actually, it's not a... It's a triplet for our first one this week. Oh, great. Have, great way to start off the new year. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, happy 2020, everybody. Oh, wait, when is this going uh, up? Because we're recording this on uh, the 4th. I don't think it's possible for it to be not uploaded on 2020. <laughs> well, well, yeah, but <laughs> still. It'd be, happy it'd be a little late everyone. by next Sorry week. Sorry about the long break. <laughs> but uh, our first, our triplet of words for this week uh, are the nouns coat, jacket, and windbreaker. Mm. Coat, jacket, and windbreaker. Synonyms fight. What makes these words different? I always have immediate opinions, but Jess, I, I definitely want to hear you uh, have a shot at it first. Guest, guest, guest has to embarrass themselves first. Yeah. Oh, guest has to embarrass themselves first. Okay. Uh, perfectly fine. Um, right off the bat, I feel like windbreaker is extremely specific. And that those are always made of nylon. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, I was think I was thinking that myself. Like windbreakers are always sort of swishy. Like if you rub them against each other. Yeah. Are they um, thick though? No. I always thought windbreakers were really thin. Yeah. When yeah, windbreakers are like maybe like one or two layers. Like they got maybe a little bit of puff, but not like a lot of, not a lot of insulation. They're there yeah, to really... prevent you oh, from the wind. Yeah, sorry. They're there to prevent you from the wind, not from feeling, you know, super warm. Mm-hmm. And then what also, do we think for uh, coat and jacket? Bright, bright neon 90s colors optional on a windbreaker, but greatly appreciated. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost feel like that's criteria to be a windbreaker. I had, like, just like a plain blue windbreaker when I was a kid, so I know they don't have to be neon, but they always look better when they are. I feel like, yeah, I feel like they at least, they can't be bland colors. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. They've got to be fun and funky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, windbreaker is the sort of thing that you wear on, like, in, like, a, a foggy day in New York City in between the years of, like, 1984 to 1999. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, okay. So, and then the other thing I'm thinking for, like, coat and jacket is I think... I think one of them is longer or like better Long. for cold. Yeah. So like, I think coat is heavier. Like coats are big and heavy. Yeah, I think coat yes. is the yes. big one. 
jacket. It's like a fur coat so. is long, and that's definitely a coat, not a jacket. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily have to be long, but it does have to be uh, bigger. If that mm-hmm. makes sense, like thicker. Yeah, heavier. More. Would I? Would you say coverage? Because I yeah I was gonna say because you think about the verb to coat, that is to completely cover. Mm. Oh, there is good point. Coating, yes. All right. Spoiler alert: I studied linguistics in school, so like I'm almost specially suited to come here and talk about what words mean. Okay. Well, we're gonna get our asses kicked. I didn't come here to kick asses. I I just came to talk about words. You just came to take names. Uh, We're all out of ass. I'm all out of words. <laughs> I'm all out of words. And okay, but I, mm, mm. Mm. so does that mean that like a coat because it covers more area does it have to go below the waist or just like can it not? Does it at least have to be not a midriff bearing jacket length? <laughs> okay, this is. <laughs> Can you have what? a can you have a can you have a windbreaker that shows off your midriff? Fur Abs- crop jackets though. <laughs> Absolutely you can have a windbreaker that shows off your midriff. Like your midriff will be cold from the wind, but crop jackets. You crop can have jackets. a crop top windbreaker. What would a crop coat look like? Good. Can you have one? See, I would call that a crop jacket. What? Like I feel like a mm-hmm. What if it's a fur coat and it just comes up to to your like uh, right beneath your ribs. What about that? Oh yeah. Well, let's. I think that comes back to like. I said coats were heavy, so like. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So does it not necessarily mean it has to be vertically long? It just has to be dense. Yeah, but I would always call a vertically long garment that you wear on the outside would be a coat always, but it can also be a short one. But it also mm. has weight to it. I don't know. Because I feel like there's, okay, so there's there's weight and length components going on with these mm-hmm. these outerwear garments. Yes. Uh, hmm. Does, can a coat have a can a coat have a hood? I believe so. Because if it's meant to coat you, then you'd want as much coverage as possible. Correct. What about like a trench coat? Trench coats usually don't have no. hoods. Mm. But they're long. But they're long. I think a hooded coat is a parka. Yeah. Or like, um... No, that's not... Yeah, I almost just said parka again. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No, it's not a parka. Yes, it's a parka. <laughs> this is also reminding me of the time when I was driving through Tennessee and I saw like... 50 signs for this gas station that also sold sheepskins, which w- which is, huh. I guess, just an, a, like a southern parka made of sheep. Huh. Neato. So I guess, hmm. Okay, is so. Is a sheepskin a parka? Is a sheepskin yeah, a sheep's, coat or a sheepskin is a parka. A sheepskin is a parka, and a parka is not. Is, okay, well, this has become a, a quadruplet. <laughs> Parka. Parka is whatever the definition of coat we come up with plus hood. <laughs> so, I guess that mean I guess that I, that feels like we're close to figuring out what we want coat to be. So then in that case, what's the difference between a coat or what's the difference between a jacket and a windbreaker? 
I think it's the material. I think windbreakers are always like they got that swishy thing. They're made out of nylon. Like jackets. Okay. Jackets can be, you know, jean or whatever. I literally, Ooh, I can only think of jean jackets. Jean jackets. <laughs> There's Leather one jean. jacket like a, and it's made of jean. I would, I have a, I think jackets can have hoods. I think that's allowed. Like a rain, or well, or wait, what about a raincoat? That's, that's like not very heavy. It's sort of thin. It's a raincoat a jacket? Maybe, I don't know. When was the last time I saw a raincoat? Now I'm trying to think. Like, mm, ra- only like five-year-olds wear raincoats. Five-year-olds and like ocean fishermen. <laughs> Toddlers and men who are on the deadliest catch wear raincoats. True. Hmm. I believe they're jackets because some people say rain jackets. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. they're not windbreaker material, and actually, uh, a lot of raincoats are nylon. Oh, okay, <laughs> but they don't make the kind of noise. Yeah, they don't. They make a. I can't do it. I can't do the noise they make, but they make, you know it. It's in your head right now. Yeah, yeah. You know it. You've you've heard the windbreaker noise. Kind of squeaky. I feel like. I feel like raincoat in particular covers like, the length, part of coat, because their raincoats mm-hmm. are long. True, coats. Hmm. Coats are long or heavy or both. So yeah, I guess yeah maybe that is the thing of like. Coats do cover a little bit of your leg. They go over the thigh. Hmm. Coats are a thigh low jacket. Yeah. Thigh low. Thigh low outerwear. The phrase thigh low kind of weirds me out because you're used to uh, hearing thigh high or like. This is the low point of the thigh. So I misspelled thigh. I spelled it as thick, low outerwear. I mean, thick, low outerwear would also describe yeah, it. Yeah, thick and low. <laughs> Much like I am capable of being. That's thick me. and low is in my Tinder profile. <laughs> I like my ladies like I like my coats, thick and low. Okay. So... Coats are thigh low outerwear, at least, at least thigh low. At least, yeah. Parkas are a big thick coat plus a hood. I guess I should say coats can also be thick without being parkas. As long as they don't have a hood. Mm -hmm. Always has, wait, but raincoat has a hood. Mm. Hmm. Maybe I feel a like, raincoat. <clears throat> I feel like if uh, an, a piece of outerwear has a hood, then it's meant to be worn in the elements. In the elements. In the elements. Mm. Okay, maybe it's just like the thing is, is that a raincoat is a coat. It has to be at least, it always has to be long, and then it can have one of the following two traits. It can either have thickness or it can have a hood. But neither both. <laughs> so it can, like, multi-class? Yeah, parka <laughs> is just, like, all of those traits together. Hmm, seems kind of OP. Oh, poncho was the word I was trying to think of. 
poncho. I was like, what's that thing that doesn't have sleeves, but it has a hood? That's a poncho. Never mind. Don't bring that into this. Poncho is just a hood. If you wear a poncho under a jacket, does it become a parka? No, because of like a... hmm, No, no, because those are two different objects. (laughs) And also, it's like one of those things where like poncho has like, you know, that has a homonym situation where there's like, you know, ponchos that are like real clothing items and there's the poncho that you wear because you're at Disney World and you paid for your ticket but it's raining so goddamn you're gonna be there exactly there's there's the poncho you wear to keep you warm and then there's the poncho you have to wear at Niagara Falls yes and <laughs> homonyms homonyms are okay for now they can be they can be that <laughs> I won't fight them And then, okay, so windbreakers are swooshy, swooshy light outerwear. Not designed for warmth. Right, for for blocking wind, not cold. And then jackets. Jacket is almost like any sort of medium class outerwear. Medium yeah. class outerwear without a hood or with a hood? We, decide? we can have a hood. With a hood. You, can, okay. you can have a hood. You, have, yes, you can have a rain jacket. Like the, hood, the, the red jacket I have is definitely a jacket and it has a hood. All right. That brings us to our next set of synonyms, which is we have, this is, these are two verbs we have here. We have the verb to cut and to slice. Hmm. Synonyms fight. Huh. Michelle. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, what's, the diff- what's, the, what's the difference between to cut and to slice? You know, I was actually about to say, I have no earthly idea how to start with this one. <laughs> well, that's what our job is, Michelle. Yeah, it sure is. I'm bad at that, aren't I? Jess, what do we, what do we got? What do we got, Jess? So... I would almost want to say that a slice is a much deeper thing, um, but then I remember that we're talking about verbs. Um, so, because I'm not sure you can define slice without saying like, to, oh, like, like I don't like I got I got a sl- like because like there's like a slice of cheese. Oh, I see. I didn't even oh. think about that. And then there's like you know, but but you have like a cut on your body. But those are those are the nouns. Yeah, but you can also What's have the like... difference between I, okay. if you said I cut an apple or you said I sliced an apple, what's that mean? Mm. Ooh 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 ooh! I have an idea. Yes, so like, so like, um, what if what if it's the intention and the follow through? If it's cut, then is it? in two pieces it's is it completely finished or is it just you know there's a cut in it now a slice mm. however is finished it's in different pieces i i can see i can see that there's like there's sort of like a multiplicity to slice like you can have like you can like you can have multiple slices of something but when you cut something something is cut off yeah mm-hmm I think like, that's, that's what I was thinking about. Like, I couldn't articulate that. Where I was like, mm-hmm. one is definitely, like, more permanent. Whereas 
I think for slice, you're taking it out of something, but like there still is a hole that exists. I don't know. Yeah, like, because when you're cut from something, like, you know, that means, like, hey, you're out of it. You're out of here. Get out. Or, like, like, your cut of the pay. mm, Like, the mm, pay is still there. It's just your portion. If you also, like, if you said, like, if you, like, we were in a sword fight and you lost your arm, you would say they cut my arm off. That You wouldn't say they sliced my arm off. Yeah, I I mean, you could, but it's more common to say cut. It doesn't seem like we use slice as a verb very much. Like, Mm. slices... Mostly mostly in cooking. Slicing is cooking, usually. Oh, see, I would say cutting is cooking. Although, yeah, there is, like, slice and dice. I don't know. Well, dice is Mm. a a very specific cut, technically. (laughs) It's the difference between slicing and julianing. (laughs) There is one. I I used to work in a cooking school. There there are... (laughs) There are specific differences between slice, dice, julienne, mince. All of those mean very specific things. I mean, like, julienne's almost sort of like a flat french fry. Yeah. Yeah. And a slice is, you know, just like, you take, like, a plane of something. Yes. A plane of cheese. You know, like, you take one of the axes of it and you... And you slice. And and you slice. You slice, yeah. I, I I work in a deli. I sliced a lot of meats. I have a meat slicer. Yeah. It's not a meat cutter, because we're slicing it. We're slicing it. Hmm. Is it, like, thickness? Is a slice, like, a... You make, like, a thin... Oh, a yeah, slice has you, to be thin. You can have a thick cut of something. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. You, can't have like a, you can have thick cuts. I guess cuts, you could but... have a thin cut, but you have to describe it as thin. Yeah, but the, I feel like there can be thick or thin cuts, but a slice is usually not thick. Yes. Yeah. Thick sliced. Chunky sliced. What? Chunky? <laughs> no, you can't. You just can't do it. No. Can't say chunky cut either. It's chunky cut. I don't ch- Chunky is chopped. Chunky is chopped. Mm. Chop. Like. I, what do they call it when you have chunk like, the chunk that l- meat. I mean, you can chunk meat. You cut it into chunks. Chunks don't have to be don't uniform. Say, like, don't you say like dice it? Chunking meat just sounds so you bad. Dice yeah, you, you dice you, onions. You chunk meat. You work. can dice meat, but chunk. Dices have to be uniform. <laughs> chunks don't have to be uniform. I feel chunks. like chunks are. Hmm. Chunk, chunks, well, huh? chunk, chunks are chunks are chopped. Chunks are chopped, <laughs> and cubes are diced. <laughs> All squares are rectangles, but not all rectangles are squares. Are they chunk? Are squares rectang? Are squares chunked? In the rectangles, squares are diced, and rectangles are chunked. You have like diced is uniform, or like at least like sort of small chunk is just sort of like ah, I'll take whatever I can get. Literally, yeah. Or, like, when you chop wood, the goal is just to separate the wood in half. It's not necessarily, like, we need to be like, oh, I gotta have these two ch- chop chunks of wood even. No, we're just, we're just sort of making them two. I'm, I'm just making it into more pieces. Yeah. I'm gonna have to add chopped and chunked, diced, or whatever here, <laughs> I guess. A lot of ground covered. Oh, sorry, Clever, I didn't mean to move you. 
also chopped and diced. Oh no. Are we doing that now? I, or, well, I feel like we've already done it. <laughs> They're already involved. They're already involved in the cut, sliced, chopped, diced. Oh man, that rhymes. Uh, <laughs> so, when you cut something... Hmm. Are we going to stick with the... Uh... When you cut something, oh, gotta, it's not completely separated, or there's a bigger part left over. The cut? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. You cut something off from something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you. I feel like you can also off off from or in something. But like you can also do that to slice. Like you said, you you work with a meat slicer, so you're mm-hmm. you're taking slices off of a, a larger piece. Yeah, but it'll be all slices eventually. And then all those slices are, like, hmm. I feel like cut is singular again. Like, there's, like, if I, like, took, like, if I took some meat and I took one of my meat orbs that they give us for the deli (laughs) and I cut it in half, that's a cut. But if I then took one of those cuts and then sliced it into slices, that's slicing. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. When you slice when you slice something, you reduce it into slices. Yeah. That, that no, that I sounds mean, right. Yeah. Alright, so to slice is to to reduce to thin thin cuts. Thin thin cut planes. <laughs> and then to cut is to is to do like a help me out here. No, I think I'm gonna let you try to figure this one out on your own. <laughs> let, me, let me drown. Yeah. Uh, so to cut is to with some sort of cutting force re- remove something from or compromise with like you can either put a cut into something or cut off. Yeah. I think mm. cut is like to segment a hole into smaller pieces. Because mm. you can also like scissors cut, but like Oh they do. They they cut yeah. very in a different way than a knife cuts. Like mm-hmm. with a blade to segment to segment a hole or to How do you? How would you say put a cut into something without using the word cut? Stab. Or, or to stab. <laughs> okay. To divide? Slash. Bisect? Not well. Bisect, bisect would, I feel like is bisect, bisect, bisect is would too say specific. two to to segment. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, like when you get a paper cut. Yeah. Or to break flesh. Mm. All right, and then chop. Our friend down here, which is oof, uh, chop, is to sort of just like indiscriminate, indiscriminately divide something into chunks. Indiscriminately chunk something. <laughs> to chunk, to chunk indiscriminately. <laughs> and then to dice, is to reduce into cubes. Yes. 
Dice definitely has a more um, not indiscriminately. Yeah, like you can slice and then dice. Yes. You know, when you like add slices to something and then take those slices and turn them into dices. Yes. Dicing is a, a very particular action. All right. Four more, four more down. <laughs> uh, damn, we've got. Oof, we've done eight words already. <laughs> I told Which you, I love... I'm here to kill words. <laughs> I, I love. Like, I, I heard our little ad spot the other day, and it was like we take five pairs of synonyms, and I was like, well, we don't really do that anymore. And it's like episode <laughs> seven. All yeah, right. we're rebels. We're going off the rails. <laughs> okay. So, our next pair of words, this is just a pair for now, are the adjectives clever and witty. What's the difference between someone who's clever and someone who's witty? Hmm. Who's got something? Jess? (laughs) So, mm, I want to say... This paints clever in a bad light, but I think clever means you got, like, plans. Like, clever's you, you're doing something. Mm. <laughs> if you're if you're witty, you're just sitting around saying words. Like, you're just, like... Yeah, I was going to say, people who are witty are sort of rude. Sometimes, yeah. Um, witty is definitely, like, smart-ass backtalk kind of behavior. Yeah, you're smart. Someone who's a witty is someone who's a backtalking fool. Yeah, like someone who's clever gesture. is, like, smart. Like, actually yeah. smart. With Clever ulterior, is like survival. With ulterior motives, you're you're saying kind of right. True that. Mm. So that would actually maybe range into another word that you don't have here, which is um, guile. Ooh, <laughs> isn't that? That's a f- me. Me and a, a coworker of mine were talking once, and he was like, "I love the word beguile," and he's like, "What mm. is guile?" And I'm like, "Eh." So I, I had wound up looking it up, and it was, like, very intentionally, like, cruel smarts is your yeah, guile. sly. Yeah, so, like, clever's that, but not as much. We're, like, mm-hmm. you could be sly. Clever is, like, clever is, like, chaotic neutral, and guile is evil. Neutral evil? Guile is neutral evil, sounds right. Mm-hmm. Clever, clever <laughs> is, like... Mm, clever is like almost sort of self-servicing in that case then or i feel like clever is mm, i feel like clever is like problem solving i feel like yeah. clever is like you can you know puzzles and getting out of tough situations but i feel like witty is just like is like your back talk skills like I, that's like your that's like your quick thinking i think a rogue is clever a bard is witty Yeah, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Clever is like wit is quick. Like it's three letters. It's quick word wit. That's Mm -hmm. not wit. That's like wit is like what you come up with immediately. Yeah, clever is also instant. Like quick, but clever is a quick action. I think. Mm. Mm -hmm. Or clever also includes like uh, direct action. Mm -hmm. It's not passive at all. Witty is like. Like a joke. Like, witty is like joking. Clever is like 
observation. It can also like, include serious matters. Yes. Witty's pretty light. Like, you know, someone might say, you know, something witty. Something clever can cut you deep. Because that <laughs> means they were they were looking out. Yeah. So wit about... is like a your mom joke. Uh, clever <laughs> is... <laughs> Clever is a Shakespearean Clever. your mom joke. <laughs> hmm. What about what about the old phrase to keep your wits about you? That's to like that's like be that's like to be ready to deploy your wit in self defense. Well wit mm-hmm. is also also means just like your brains. Like I believe it's like your I guess reason. So it was like Hmm. Is this like intelligence versus wisdom? I think it is. I feel like there's something a little different about it. Mm-hmm. Like I think I think those two circles have a little bit of overlap, but they're not the same. Like I would say, clever. Clever is definitely clever. Is like a mix between intelligence and like intuition. And then witty is like a mix between like wisdom and charisma. Yes. <laughs> that does sound right. So witty is like witty is your hmm. Witty witty is witty is your is like silver tongued sort of yeah. not, I don't think it's just talking. Hmm. See I've I've felt like it is just talking, like Maybe, maybe Witty is big, smart talking. <laughs> Real tough guy talking. Clever wit. Witty is like scathing wit. Witty is listen, like tough guy words. talking, but then if if you go try to confront them, they're gonna go, "Oh, you wouldn't hit a guy with glasses." I feel like that's <laughs> that's witty. <laughs> clever is like, no, yeah, come over here. Yeah, come on. Like like clever could go toe to toe. Why wouldn't mm. you hit a guy with glasses? You could fuck his whole insurance up. <laughs> you just really ruin his day if you break his fucking glasses. Yeah. Make him pay more than once. <laughs> I would be really bummed if someone broke my glasses. I've had them for like three years now. Yeah. Oh, you should probably get but like an eye exam or something. This will work fine for me. All right. Yeah. And like, I've had the same prescription since I was in like 10th grade. Every huh. single time they were like, ah, your eyes are still the, exactly the fucking same. Well, there Incredible. You go. Maybe my vision's just shitty. <laughs> so, clever clever is like problem solving. Yes, because you can have a clever solution to a problem. You can't mm-hmm. have a witty solution to a problem. Nah. I guess you Unless, could, like, but it probably wouldn't solve a witty solution. <laughs> a witty solution is just like funny. That's like your smart ass answer. Yeah. Like, that's like... Hmm. Witty solution is just... Witty, witty wins you drinking games. <laughs> witty wins you drinking games. Yep. Yeah, or like bar puzzles. Bar. I, I think it is just smart ass wisdom. <laughs> Wit is smart ass wisdom. Yeah, yeah. I mean, smart ass wisdom. I'm down with that definition. Same. <laughs> All right, clever is problem solving. And witty is smart-ass wisdom. <laughs> or I guess it's an adjective, so smart-ass wise. 
Okay. So, one, two, three. Yeah, okay. Our next, our next set of words are the nouns. Uh, our next set of na- are the nouns gratuity versus tip. It's the difference between giving someone gratuity and giving them a tip. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't say gratuity that much. Exactly. I feel like gratuity is not a word we use a lot. Um, but the context I always see it used in is like, hey, if you forget to close out your tab, we're adding a gratuity on it. it like, I feel like mm, gratuity is yeah. a threat. Yes, the bar <laughs> I often go to has that. Yeah. Has yeah. that sign. So I think tip is given, gratuity is taken. Hmm. Mm. See, I was going to... Uh, What's your thought process? Walk it, walk us through it. Yeah, I think I feel like I feel like a tip is always money, but I feel like a gratuity or a tip is always money given to you directly by the customer. But I think gratuities can be not money. Like I feel like because sometimes like when I'm working Christmas or whatever, I hate these people. But (laughs) actually, they're not they're not terrible. But it's like the sort of thing where it's like come on what the fuck where it's like they'll come in on christmas and then they'll like shop around and they'll get something and they'll be like oh hey just a thank you for working christmas here's a cookie and <laughs> it's super paid it's super fucking patronizing but it happens all the time in the fucking food service industry mm-hmm. uh oh but I, I feel like that's that's not that's not a tip yeah it's gratuity but what about those people who are like hey here's a tip go back to school like what about that? Because like a tip's not always money then. Because you can give someone a tip and be like, "Hey, you can do such and such." You know. Okay, I th- so I do think that might fall under homonym. But again, <laughs> our first target is the thesaurus, but the dictionary is fucking next. So any any opportunity we can take to like, you know, cut some cut some extra pages out of the dictionary is good for us. You know, if we can, you know, if we can make these definitions more efficient like everyone really needs then (laughs) then you know that's good we'll kill two books with one stone yeah (laughs) uh okay so So, what you're going for with that is uh a tip does not necessarily need to be money it can just be a helpful substance It has to be an idea, because mm. we all know money is just an idea. <laughs> True. Money is a concept invented by the government. <laughs> so you can't eat a tip. Can no. if you try. You have to. You have to tur- You have to take a tip and turn it into something useful. Mm. So a tip mm. by itself is not necessarily a tip. As it's raw, what's it? What's it called? Raw material. Raw material. A yeah. tip is a raw material that must be processed or changed or put into action in order to see its full value. And a, or I guess there's also the thing of like gratuity stems from the word like great gratefulness, like graciousness. Gratitude. Does it? it? Gratitude. Gratitude. Gratitude, gratitude is a result of someone's gratitude. 
I've never yeah, heard that grateful before. that you spent all this money on your dang bar tab. Maybe so we're gonna add a little maybe bit more to it. Maybe it's maybe it's like the way it's given. Like when you're when you give someone gratuities, it's mean you actually are grateful. But if you're giving them a tip, you maybe you feel like responsible to do it, or like you're just being an asshole in the case of telling them to go back to school. Yeah, well, that's like when I when I said earlier that you know places are like, hey, if you leave your card here, we're adding a gratuity. Like they give that to themselves. Like you give them a tip, they give themselves a gratuity. Because you left your card there, like. But again, I do think that giving someone a cookie for working Christmas, I think that's gratuity. <laughs> All right. Hmm. Hmm. So maybe maybe that's the opposite of what you're saying. Of like, gratuity is the is the is the most like, fuck you, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like we just. Mm. I think that might mean we just sort of disagree. Can it be can agree a to disagree? fuck you disguised as a polite gesture? <laughs> Definitely with the gratuity, like with the fucking Christmas cookies. <laughs> Where it's like, oh, great, you could have just not come in today and made my job easier, but... You're really bitter about this. Thanks. <laughs> I fucking hate those people. Also, I just don't... If I don't know you, I don't really want to eat the food you make for me. Oh, no doubt. I al- <laughs> oh, no. no I no. already... I'm already not, like, a huge, like, eating things that people cook for me person. Like, if someone's going to cook for me, they have to say, hey, is it okay if I make you this? And I'll be like, yes. But I don't want to be, I don't want someone to be like, oh, we got food over here, just come over. Because it's like, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know if I'm going to like it. I don't know. What if I don't like it? Because I don't, I I feel nervous about food. And I don't, I don't like, I hate feeling expected to eat things. Mm. I don't like it. So I don't like Thanksgiving and I don't like holiday meals. Or, like, I, I like Thanksgiving, but not, like, for the meal part. I usually just like it for the people I get to see if I get to see them, which I haven't done in a while. But, <laughs> no, yeah, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, Misha, I feel like you got to be a tiebreaker. Do you, do you think the gratuity is actually the nice one, or is the tip the nice one? I feel like the tip is the nice one, no doubt. Okay, okay. Because Gratu- a tip can also be bad is... advice. A gratuity is, you know, mostly presented in a negative context. What about one of those, like, one of those tips that I did at air quotes? I did goose eyes. Uh, <laughs> oh, I could hear it in your voice. Yep. Where uh, it's like, it looks like a folded up $100 bill, but then you unwrap it and it says, God is is the real greatest Ooh. tip of all. Ooh, I was just thinking about those. I was like, oh, truly the worst tips of all. Is that a tip or is that a gratuity? It turns into a gratuity because we're being... That's a smack in the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is an insult. That's just a nasty prank. That's just a nasty insult. <laughs> Disgusting. So not, just not neither of those. It's neither of those. That's just a, just just an insult. Just an insult. Okay. So a tip is a desired, is a desired additional payment from the customer to a server, and gratuity is is like an excess exchange between customer and business or whatever. Then that then that just feels like another way of stating the same thing. Yeah, yeah, because I would I would argue that tips don't have to be be between a server and a customer. 
or I guess mm, provider and customer. Yeah, because you you can tip a hairdresser, you can dip, mm-hmm. you can yeah. dip, um, you can tip a tattoo artist. You can artist. just dip. <laughs> you can yeah, just you, dip and not tip. I've been known to tap my. I've been known to tip my tattoo artist pretty well. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so and then gratuity is just like a forced or undesired tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that seems pretty accurate. All right. So a gratuity is a tip one side of the transaction didn't want. (laughs) And then a tip is a gracious offering of funds (laughs) from a customer to a service provider service provider I will say one time I was when I was working at fast food the fucking uh, our fucking I was working in the kitchen all day and then my fucking manager came up and like help a, helped a customer real quick and she got a she got a tip and it was like the only tip in the entire history of working in that fast food place I saw and I went to the fucking what? manager and I'm very I was very cross about oh, it ouch which I feel like this whole this is tangentially related are our final set of one two three four yeah our final set of words this week are the nouns job and profession Ooh, hmm. what is the difference oh, wait did we do well we did business and company mm-hmm. we can definitely so have a conversation like... about this <clears throat> yeah can I? Because we we use the word job guts, but I feel like this is the more <laughs> this is a more singular person sort of thing. Job versus profession. Mm-hmm. Can I add another one into this? What is job versus profession versus career? Career. Career. Mm. Okay, career. I thought you were gonna maybe say trade. Oh no! Well, I mean, do you want to throw trade in here as well? <laughs> God, we got so Sorry. much. <laughs> I mean, we have to do every synonym eventually. If we think we can get them, we might as well get them. All right. Trade. So where do we start Anywhere. off? Also, we've take we took we took a break for like three weeks, so you know we gotta you gotta work gotta overtime to, to catch people. up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we'll we'll start with those first two words: job versus profession. What what we got? What's the difference between your job and your profession? Jess, you got something? Mm. I, I also said a job is an action that needs to be done, like how like a heist group would do a job, but like that's hmm. that's like a separate thing that's not necessarily related to the rest of these words. I think a big thing is that if you have a job you hate, you probably wouldn't call that your profession. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, I do not call myself a butcher or a or a deli worker like that's my job <laughs> yeah you've definitely got to have a level of passion for it to be your profession yeah. right yeah for your profession it's like you know that's like your class that's like this is the path i'm going down yeah You're super and proud of it I can... yes yeah. i think the rest of these three words all indicate some level of pride and passion job is series of actions that you do to get money like Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dang, a series of I can't wait to perform to a series of actions and get money today. 
Yeah, like... Or at least some sort of payment. Yeah. Yeah, some you know. form of uh, trade. Well, not trade, trade. But a trade in which you... Hmm. Are we going to have to deal with the verb trade and the noun trade? This well, the, Not yet. This is just the noun trade. All right. <laughs> that's a, that's a separate that what would I don't even know what the synonym for trade is off the top of my head. Barter, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Exchange, transaction. Not, Again, we're not there. We're not there yet. We're making this, it so don't hard worry. on ourselves. We don't need to stretch for time on this pot on this episode. It's been going pretty well. Oh God, it's been forty five <laughs> minutes. Yeah, that's you know, admittedly like. Most most of my other podcasts usually go for an hour, but I like this one's this one's for this one's for every this one's for this is the podcast I play for my for play for my family, so I don't usually try to make it that long. <laughs> we don't fucked up on that one. Hello, it's very time. long now. I think we usually go for fifty minutes. Yeah, we're long winded motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, 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 Michelle, what's your profession? Uh, I don't know, a student. And what's the, what's what's the student to your life? Is that like what your is that the that's your journey? That's my journey. journey yeah, I hate school. That's like the that's that's the victory condition of life you're trying to get. <laughs> victory mm. condition. Yeah, like I'm gonna, I'm, like if you're, I'm gonna, gonna win at school. Student, yeah, you're gonna you're going for like the education victory of life. <laughs> I'm going hmm. the education route. Or I feel like when you're when it's your profession, I feel like you expect promotion. Ooh. Like you expect to go through stages of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could you be expected to No, you can't. Like if if deli worker was my profession. I probably would expect to someday go from deli worker to butcher and then slaughter lord or whatever. <laughs> slaughter lord. Ooh. See, I feel like I feel like that's a career. Like in a career you have those those many mm-hmm. positions. Mhm. I think career, yeah. And carry on in a career. Yeah. Like a, a career, you know, he had a 50 year 50-year career, starting out working in the mailroom, working his way up to senior VP in this completely fictional thing that I've made up. Um, Mm -hmm. This this individual, you know, goes through, rise up through the ranks. You hold many positions in a career. Um, And maybe profession is the position you are comfortable at, the position you want to keep. Yeah. Profession definitely indicates like a form of, you know, mastery... Um. Yeah. I just, I just. So, don't. like, career is your journey up the job ladder. Yeah. yeah. So, a career has like a sheets. path. A set path. Prof- specifically, profession is p- profession is the job position you identify with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or have that the most expertise in, perhaps. Yeah. Expertise, mm. passion. Yeah, like, if you were temporary, like, if you had to, like, leave work for a while for whatever reason, even if you weren't currently 
in the position of whatever your job was, you'd still say your profession is, you know, scholar or librarian or whatever. Yeah. Like if I, then, if I were a librarian and I lost my job for a little bit and I had to go, you know, work in an office for a little while, but it's like, no, I want to go back to my profession of being a librarian. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And that leads us to trade. And I think trade is like the physical thing you do, really. Because like, I would say like professions like, you know, woodcutter or yeah, it doesn't exactly Woodward have or Fletcher. Those all have those are all involved with the trade of woodwork. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't or like you know chefs and line line cooks and fast food workers are all in the trade of cuisine. Yeah, do you think that um, trade would be the overarching like uh, label instead of a specific title? Mm-hmm. Yeah, trade is like the domain of labor you're doing domain of labor (laughs) the The, kingdom of labor the kingdom of labor (laughs) i'm the labor king you will serve in the restauranteering uh fields and you you shall you shall build bricks slaughter lord summoned to the the labor king (laughs) for the annual performance review (laughs) yeah trade trade is like like mm, it's or I guess like I want to say physical as in like it's like the tangible type of labor even if it isn't necessarily like super physical Mm -hmm. like I think like you know secretaries and bookkeepers are all doing the trade of whatever that is (laughs) (laughs) I would say that a trade is like a profession but it is more physical like you would say like Mm-hmm. You know, I wouldn't call an accountant someone who practices a trade, but I would say like a chef practices a trade. Mm. Like, so maybe a trade also has to be like practical. Yeah, trade definitely implies mm-hmm. like a you know a a practical aspect to it. Yeah, like if you have a bullshit job, you don't know a trade. Yeah, if you're if you're a a, a marketer, you don't have a fucking trade. You have a <laughs> you have a profession. Yeah, but you. You don't have a trade like an electrician does. Yeah, like a trade would have to be useful once all of our bullshit capitalist <laughs> illusions fall apart. Precisely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. The practical s- skill your job has if your if if the apocalypse comes for when society will your falls job apart. still matter. Capitalism f- fall aside. All right. The practical skill your job has if the illusions of capitalism fall aside. <laughs> All right. Okay. I'm going to now read the definitions that we have written for this week's episode. Parka. Noun. A big, thick coat plus a hood. Coat. At least thigh-low outerwear. Can be thick or hooded, but never both. Jacket. Any sort of medium outerwear. Windbreaker. Swooshy light outerwear for blocking wind, not cold. Cut verb with a blade to segment to segment a hole or to break flesh slice to reduce to thin cut planes chop to chunk indiscriminately dice to to reduce to cubes i accidentally typed to rude too rude to cubes (laughs) (laughs) too rude to cubes too rude to cubes hey buddy you gotta be nice to that you gotta be nice to that crate over there because you're too rude to cubes 
Uh, and then clever adjective is means someone's problem solving, and then witty means someone has is smartass wise, wise in the way of the smartass. Uh, gratuity noun a tip one side of the transaction didn't want, and tip a gracious offering of funds from a customer to a service provider. Job noun. Uh, a routine of series actions performed for payment. Profession, the job position you identify with or have passion for. Trade, the practical skill your job has if the illusions of capitalism fall aside. And career, your journey up the job ladder. Anyone have any final uh, qualms with these definitions? Nope, these track. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us this week on Thesaurus Rect. I've been your host, Ava. Uh, Misha, I believe there's someone you would like to plug. Yes, Red Marmot on Twitter, R-E-D-M-A-R-M-O-T-T-E. They made our theme song, and it's fantastic. You should go check them out. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm excited <clears throat> to listen to it again. It's been a while, because I haven't, uh, uh, oh, I haven't yeah. edited an episode in a bit. And, uh, Jess, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me at Several Bad Puns on Twitter. You can also hear me yakking it up over on Lupin Lottery, and that's a great show spot. i like that show Lu- yep uh lupin lottery is a show about uh 1970s anime lupin the third um that i do with uh sean friend, friend who of the is show. also on metacritic friend of the show friend of my, many of my um, shows <laughs> <laughs> friend, friend of many a show um i do that with sean and mark uh i am also on a show called the spooky spot which i do with my roommate and we talk about the twilight zone Oh, nice. And that's that has been in hibernation for quite a while, but uh, it's coming back this year. So look forward to that. Mm-hmm. All right. And big news for anyone listening, or, well, you might already know this, but The Source Rect is now on iTunes, which is so, I'm so happy because I've always wanted to Yay. have, I've always, ever since I was like in middle school, I wanted to have a podcast on iTunes, and I'm really happy to be able to have that there. You should definitely... Uh, leave us a review, even if you don't like download our show through there. It's great to have like reviews and stuff on there. Uh, you can be honest, you know, or you could be nice and just give us five stars. <laughs> you know, <laughs> your decision. <laughs> nah, rip us apart. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that definitely will totally help help us out. And uh, I believe that's it for this week's episode of The Source Wrecked. Until next time, get wrecked. Get wrecked. <laughs>